All right, welcome Eurofolk Nation, Pastor Eli James here, and this is the May 8th, 2021 edition of Restoration Hour. No intro music today because I'm still struggling with my backup computer. You get everything working correctly and uh, it plays, but it doesn't re record, so uh, no sense in having all that dead space on the recording. So we'll figure this out uh, certainly by next weekend when I get my main computer back. In the meantime, we'll have to struggle through this lack of technical proficiency here at uh, my home base here in Chicago. Welcome, everybody. And I'm going to be doing a COVID-19 update and trying to be focusing on the prevention, uh, the, the positive news uh, about things, uh, what we can do to safeguard our own health in this pandemic, this staged disease that we are all focusing on today for now it's a year and a quarter that we've been focusing on this. And I've uh, dredged up the Nuremberg uh, letter from uh, professor, uh, professor at the University of Illinois, which I will quote uh, shortly. But, uh, and I also started to, last night, started to talk about a, a potential cure for whatever is ailing people during this pandemic. And uh, the, the non-technical name is pine needle tea. I started reading that article last night and it disappeared off my screen. Couldn't get it back. So I, I've re-found re that article and I will uh, get, to, get to that during this show. So uh, I'll be monitoring the chat room, but I won't be able to join you because I'm, I don't have that ability yet on this computer. So our first article is from The Standard, the official newspaper of Alamaki County, A-L-L-A-M-A-K-E-E -E, County. It doesn't say which state that's in. It could be, uh, it could be on Mars for all I know. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Alamaki County. What's uh, does this does this sound like Wisconsin? <laughs> it could be Wacon. Wacon is the name of the town. W a u k o n. Wacon and the surrounding Alamaki County communities since 1868. That's pretty. That's a pretty long time for a newspaper. And this is a letter to the editor suggesting everyone do their research regarding COVID-19 vaccine. And uh, essentially, this author pretty much has the same opinion that we've been expressing here at Eurofolk Radio, but it's a really nice, concise statement of what's actually going on in the world today and uh, how the general public has been fooled by the medical profession and by mainstream media throughout this entire contrived crisis. So it says here, to the editor. It has been rightly said that this COVID-19 pandemic is the Trojan horse being used as an excuse to put in place an extensive and long-formulated scheme to over or conspiracy that is to overtake our constitutional republic. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's a, this letter is off to a really good start. America is the last bastion of freedom, what's left of it in the world, and if America falls, the world falls. The virus is real, and many have gotten sick, and many have even died, 
as with any flu. Okay, so he's saying this is no different from any other flu. But the response to this nasty flu does not match reality. The mortality rate is less than 1%. And the younger you are, that rate drops dramatically. This pandemic has been exploited, and the narrative of false information on the mainstream media continues to imprison people in fear and ignorance. Keep in mind that one of the communist rules for radicals, oh, I'm so glad he didn't invoke the Nazis. He invoked the communists. That one of the, keep in mind that one of the communist rules for radicals is the fact that a fearful population is easier to control. Also, never let a crisis go to waste. <laughs> our, our former mayor of Chicago, that was his favorite saying. Okay. The fear-mongering of mainstream media would have the American populace believe that people are still dropping dead left and right. Hospitals are still overrun with all the COVID cases, and cases continue to spike. Of course, we, we demonstrated with videos on the Eurofolk Radio uh, main page that these so-called reports are false and these hospitals are empty. In line with this narrative, politicians and the elite continue to enforce and oppress the people with ridiculous, senseless, and unconstitutional draconian measures, of which they themselves don't abide, by which, which, uh, which are destroying people's lives and livelihoods. The fallout from the draconian regulations and lockdowns far outweigh the virus itself. Amen to that. And uh, we've reported many times that the rate of suicide, the suicide rate for young white men, and I guess middle-aged white men as well, has skyrocketed during the pandemic. Dear friends and neighbors, this tyranny and fear-mongering must stop. I am not a doctor or an expert on medical things, but I have enough sense to listen to those who are. To begin, I know there is a controversy about mask wearing, but we have to look at the true science and pre-COVID information. As I pointed out last night, we have to, whenever we have a current uh, you know, propaganda campaign, we always go have to go back 10, 20 years before COVID and see what they were saying in those days. And we find out they were saying completely different things from what they're saying today. Like the fact that shedding is real. And if you uh, do a search on shedding, there'll be all kinds of denials from mainstream sources and the so-called fact checker sites, which are actually Jew-controlled fact denial sites, then you really have to uh, predate anything relating to COVID to get accurate information to find out what, what the science really is. Okay, so uh, let's continue. Pre-COVID information. I know there's a controversy about mask wearing, but we have to look at the true science and pre-COVID information. It was established years before COVID that masks are not effective in preventing the transmission of a virus or any disease. The efficacy of the mask to prevent transmission can be compared to a chain-link fence keeping out a mosquito. Dr. Fauci himself initially said in an interview last March that the masks do virtually nothing to prevent the spread of the virus. He, he had a, Fauci has honest moments, and I guess there's moments where he's being paid to say stuff. But if wearing a mask makes you feel better, wear one. A major controlled study in Denmark comparing mask wearers who actually used proper mask protocol to non-mask wearers showed no difference in outcome. 
The masks don't work, so why are we wearing them? It's to condition us, obviously. In fact, masks do more harm than good. The masks greatly reduce the intake of oxygen and greatly increase the intake of carbon dioxide. Oh, global warming, anybody? How about global warming of your face mask? That's what's happening, folks. Global warming of your face mask. And because you're breathing in all this, rebreathing, all of this polluted carbon dioxide, which is supposed to be part of your ejecta, the stuff your body is trying to get rid of. So why are you rebreathing it in your face mask? It's, it's ridiculous. By the way, uh, I haven't uh, done any posts about it yet, but it turns out that breathing through the nose is very important. Uh, it increases your, uh, your uh, nitric oxide levels, which help, uh, help your immune system. And so that only happens when you breathe clean, fresh air through your nose, okay? And that's not happening when you're wearing a mask, okay? So let's continue. So this Danish study showed there's no difference between mask wearers and non-mask wearers, okay? So this is not, so rebreathing your CO2 is not good for you. It's not good for anyone, especially growing, developing children. Lung infections, bacterial pneumonia, are on the rise because warm, moist air breeds bacteria, thank you for saying bacteria and not viruses, which is then inhaled into the lungs. Deprivation of oxygen adversely affects everything, even your immune system. So far, everything this person has said is right on the money. The mask mandate is not about health and safety. It's about control and submission, that is, compliance. This is a step and test in the extensive scheme to overtake our freedoms and rights, all under the guise of being for the common good. Mandated masks are a step closer to communist control. Thank you very much. He's a conspiracy realist. Last week, I read a disturbing article in our paper from the Iowa Department of Public Health addressing questions about the COVID-19 vaccine. So this county is in, uh, the Wacon standard is in Iowa. The second, uh, okay, the mass, uh, right, 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 where, where did I leave off? The effectiveness, the second question addressed the safety and effectiveness of the vaccine. The answer assured people that safety is top priority and that early trial results showed it worked as intended with no serious side effect. That's a lie. That's an absolute lie. From what I've learned, the protocol to improve a vaccine takes years. The typical protocol for the approval of this vaccine has been kicked to the wayside through Operation Warp Speed. The rush and push to get this vaccine out has sent caution to the wind. Normally, a year or two is given to wait for reactions. This new vaccine has only been tested for a few short months, bypassing testing on animals and going directly to humans. That's not true. Uh, they did test it on animals, and most of the animals died or got very ill. The newspaper article said there have been no serious side effects. Again, they lie because the Jews own all the newspapers. Maybe they don't own all the local papers like this one in Wacon, Iowa. Here in the U.S., different trial groups were given different dosages. 100% of the people in the test group with the highest dosage had adverse 
side effects. Okay, that's science, folks. 100% had adverse side effects. And a couple of those people died. He continues, six people in those test groups have already died. They've tried to say the deaths were unrelated. Bell's palsy and other irreversible conditions have surfaced. The follow-up shot has also produced severe symptoms. The people selected for the trials were very healthy people. Amazingly, vaccine manufacturers are exempt from liability for vaccine injury. So they can do what they want and say what they want. They cannot be prosecuted. The ex-vice president of Pfizer, one of the companies manufacturing the COVID vaccine, has come out and said that everything needs to be halted with the vaccine. He's very concerned that the vaccine, which because it doesn't provide immunity for anything, I'll just call it the vaccine, V-E-X-X-I-N. He's very concerned that the vaccine will cause sterility in females. And we've been reporting on that, folks, with a lot of women reporting horrible side effects, uh, continuous bleeding, the menstrual cycle never ends, uh, spontaneous abortions, and all kinds of uh, horrible side effects with their reproductive systems, as this doctor predicted here. Okay, so well, we're, we're finding that all of our warnings for the past year and uh, going on a year and a quarter now have been proven to be correct and that this whole pandemic is part and parcel of the eugenics program, of Bill Gates, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, etc., especially the Club of Rome. So, because the Rockefellers and the Club of Rome have been leaders in the eugenics movement since the 1960s. So they they came out and said that, oh wow, you know, there's no relationship between these deaths and and the vaccine. All right, obviously that's just another lie. Bill Gates, one of the heads of world vaccination programs and backer of several vaccine companies, and one who has a great financial stake with this vaccine, has said that one of the ways to depopulate the world was through vaccines. I guess this can only mean one of two things. Either the vaccine will make you sterile, <laughs> or it will make you sick and or kill you. Either way, sterility now, there's also another epidemic of sterility, primarily among white males. And what is the cause of that? This is a side note here. And that seems to be radiation from your cell phone, from your Wi-Fi, from your uh, television set, from your, uh, I don't use them anymore, so the... Uh, the microwave oven, also, and not to mention chemical uh, agents that uh, contribute to sterility. So, the sperm counts of primarily white men is dropping dramatically because of all of these factors. And it's primarily white men because they have all the gidgets and the gizmos. And uh, the whatnots that uh, that the modern uh, young person needs to have. So we see the the vaccine is targeting females, 
while the radiation is targeting our males, and we don't have to have an actual shooting war, although I've been saying that these vaccines, these vaccines are actual real death shots, chem shots, Franken shots, that are designed to kill and maim. That's what they're designed to do. But in addition, we have all this chemical pollution of our local environment and the entire environment, uh, not, to, not to mention the chemtrails that are raining down upon us on a practically daily basis. And all of this toxicity of the modern world is making people sick. And medicine, organized medicine, the medical mafia, is just part of the problem. We, we are living in an entirely toxic world. And, for, and this is by design. The Rothschilds have instituted this whole program by design to eliminate the white race. Period. That's what. That's why they're doing this. this. Is the this is the old enemy still tis our ancient foe, the old enmity between the children of the devil, the Jews, and us Israelites, the Anglo-Saxon, Celtic, and Caucasian people. So, the Rothschilds pulled out all the stops in January of 2020, and decided let's go ahead with this because we haven't been able to get rid of the Second Amendment in America. We haven't been able to get rid of freedom of speech. The resistance in America is still too great. So we're just going to invite them to, to commit suicide with our shots. That's the plan. As we have been reporting from the very beginning, this is the plan. And this author from Iowa totally agrees with our assessment. So... Continuing with this letter, this outstanding letter from uh, Wacon, uh, Iowa. Bill Gates has also recently come out and admitted this COVID vaccine will change your DNA. mRNA is a new and untested technology never before used in a vaccine. It works by changing your body's DNA to fend off a virus, supposedly no, and last night I reported what it actually does is it destroys your immune system so that it cannot fend off a bacterium. This presents a serious or a, a, a modified uh, half-bot, half half-biological agent that's being injected into people's bodies. And I have uh, information from Arkansas that uh, there is such a thing as a, uh, a video of va vaccines uh, releasing black, uh, bl black nanoparticles into the bloodstream, which actually attack healthy blood and healthy white blood cells. So this is a designer weapon, a designer. This is a thousand times, a million times worse than the AIDS virus, which was also produced probably at Fort Detrick. We're talking about a, a bioweapon being voluntarily accepted by many people of the American public. Now, I also, uh, Tony informed me actually a few days ago that the, the reports of the numbers of va vaccinated people are highly exaggerated trying to influence people, say, well, your friends and neighbors are getting the shot. You should also get the shot. 
And whereas, in fact, uh, that's also exaggerated. That's part of the good news that, uh, that that's totally exaggerated. But nevertheless, and uh, we found that the number of people attending these vaccine uh, service facilities in Illinois has dropped dramatically so that fewer and fewer people are getting it. So, but uh, they maybe have run out of donuts, free donut offers for people to get their shot, okay? So, so continuing uh, with Bill Gates. DNA transformation is genetic manipulation. That's what it is. It's not therapy. It's not gene therapy, which is what it's being called. It's not therapy at all. It's GMO for humans. So the question would be, how far can a human change from God's original design and still be human? Well, if your DNA has been deliberately altered, remember what the fallen angels tried to do to us way back when? In Genesis chapter 6, this same thing is going on way back. Oh, he mentions it, Genesis chapter 6. Did I write this article or did it some guy from Iowa? And God sent a flood to end it all. No one knows for sure what mRNA will do to a person, short-term or long-term. It's still too soon to tell. But Dr. Moreau knows they're trying to create chimeras for experimental purposes. And if it kills you, so what? Australia has had to halt the vaccine because the majority of the vaccinated people there have tested false positive for the HIV virus. There is a relationship here. Fauci was involved in the HIV virus uh, uh, research, trying to produce a highly contagious substance. And it looks like they have finally uh, uh, succeeded thanks to gene driving and CRISPR technology. And that's what we reported on last night. Haven't got that uh, recording up on the uh, the archives yet. We'll do that after tonight's show. Okay. People in the UK have been warned that if they suffer severe allergies, they should not take the vaccine. Also, if you've already got some kind of condition, such as diabetes or anything else, you should not be vaccinated. That's just going to make your health condition worse. So how does a, term, a person determine whether they got, you, you probably got all kinds of allergies? Internet, uh, international attorney, Dr. Francis Boyle, oh, I'll be quoting from Boyle right after this. International attorney, Dr. Francis Boyle, has said that forcing a virtually untested lethal mRNA COVID-19 vaccine on the public violates the Nuremberg trials ruling against Nazi medical experimentation cruelty. Okay, they never mention the cruelty of the the uh, Jew communists in the Soviet Union. Of course, they just did it the quick way with a bullet in the head. Mandating such a vaccine is a war crime. And I'll be quoting the statement by Dr. Francis Boyle when I'm done with this. The mRNA vaccine vaccine is a human bioweapon. Thank you very much. Intended to damage human DNA permanently. Renowned scientist and retired microbiologist Dr. Sukharit Bhakti said on a Fox News interview recently that there is zero science to, for masks, 
and social distancing. So this person is really up. He must be listening to Eurofolk Radio. Of the vaccine, I'm surprised this is in any newspaper at all. Of the vaccine, he said, the vaccine is dangerous and will send you to your doom. Surveys here in the U.S. show that over a third, some surveys say over half the people surveyed at this point, will not take the vaccine. The vaccine also reportedly contains aborted fetal material. For people that believe abortion is murder, this is very problematic. Additionally, what adverse side effects could result from this aspect of the vaccine? With fabricated panic and urgency, there seems to be a real push and rush to get it injected into the people. Amen? That's for sure. You have to ask the questions of why the rush? Why the vaccine at all? The mortality rate of COVID is less than 1%, 99.7% survival rate, as we have reported many, many times here on Eurofolk Radio. There are successful treatments that can beat it, and there are prophylactics preventive measures you can take to boost your immune system. I'll be talking about vitamin D uh, during part of this program. I've listened to Dr. Richard Bartlett in Texas, and he has prescribed... Uh, Budesonide with a nebulizer. Okay, so write that down, folks. Budesonide. B-U-D-E-S-O-N-I-D-E. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Budesonide with a nebulizer. He also prescribes erythromycin to prevent secondary pneumonia. He says it's the silver bullet to treat COVID intravenous. Oh, sorry. Didn't see the period there. He says it's the silver bullet to treat COVID. Intravenous vitamins C and D have also been successful, as I've been telling people, to fight any infection off, COVID or otherwise. Take vitamins A, B, C, D, and E plus zinc, and you'll be way ahead of the game. But here are a couple ones. Budesonide, which I've never heard of. So again, let me... Reference this article so you can search for it online. This is from the Walk-On Standard. That's W-A-U-K-O-N, Walk-On, Iowa. Walkonstandard.com. Letter to the editor suggesting everyone do their research. And uh, I'll get to the author's name. It's at the bottom. I don't want to lose my place. So I want to write this down. Budesonide. Budesonide with a nebulizer, is what this uh, doctor from Texas recommends. And uh, erythromycin, erith, with a Y, erythromycin. Okay, we need to have a, a medical dictionary when we do these shows. Okay, so, and then, of course, vitamin C and D, he said intravenous, but you don't need to go intravenous. I mean, if you're really sick and you're on death's door, then maybe intravenous vitamin C and D. Uh, you cannot overdose on vitamin C. Just take, uh, just take gobs of it. Your body utilizes it as it needs it. America's frontline doctors prescribe hydroxychloroquine with zinc, either as a treatment if you have it or as a prophylactic for prevention. 
Everyone should be building up their immune systems with vitamin C, vitamin D3, and zinc. Other doctors have written reviews on the success of ivermectin. With such a low mortality rate and successful treatments with C, why would anyone want to take such a great risk as to take a vaccine that has had inadequate testing, unproven technologies, and unsafe ingredients? Lastly, a new delivery system to administer vaccines is called the microneedle skin patch or stamp. This method injects the vaccine along with a dye containing nanobot, that is, a microscopic robot, crystals. The mark is invisible to the naked eye, but can store vaccination information as well as interact or interface with smart homes and smartphone apps as well as your store checkout counter. This technology could be used to more easily track people and their vaccination information. <laughs> Tracking people, that, that can't be part of COVID-19, could it? Please do your own research before you take this vaccine. Much of this information came from Robert Kennedy Jr. Articles from healthmasters.com and americasfrontlinedoctors.com with Dr. Simone Gold, as well as other sources. So let me repeat those, healthmasters.com and americasfrontlinedoctors.com. Pray and ask the Lord if this is something you should do before just jumping in. Oh, jumping into what, a toxic pool? Those who feel they are vulnerable to COVID should be free to take whatever precautions they see fit. But the rest of us should be free to carry on with our lives as we see fit. Take care of yourself. If you're sick, stay home. Use common sense. Exercise and get sunshine. And wash your hands often. Take off the mask and enjoy your life. It's time to get back to normal. Well, they don't want us to go back to normal. Mr. Robin. Oh, there's a, it might be a female. Robin. I know several people named Robin. Half of them are male, half are female. So Robin Oden, O-D-E-N. So thank you for that from uh, Wacon, Iowa. Make your voice heard and let your representatives hear from you. No more lockdowns, no more mask mandates, no mandatory vac vaccines. Absolutely. So a wonderful article here from the Wacon newspaper. And as I said, I'm amazed they actually published <laughs> this, this truthful, this truthful article. So, yeah, yeah well, the, uh, people are saying in the chat room, the, uh, the, the inflammation, there's a lot of inflammation auto automatically from the adjuvants in the vaccines. You're going to get inflammation and the medical... I can't even call them a profession anymore, but they're professional killers. They don't, they don't, uh, they don't treat chronic disease at all. They, they cause chronic disease, and that's what they're trying to do with COVID, make it a, a, a fatal chronic disease. Okay, Lily says, budesonide is a step arteroid. Steroid. <laughs> okay, it's a steroid. Okay, well, that's probably something, uh, and probably to repress inflammation. Okay, and so, yeah, maybe that's not such a good idea. But if you're on death's door, uh, maybe it's something that could be a benefit to somebody who is uh, just 
uh, at wit's end and ha doesn't know what else to do. Okay. <laughs> Seven of some. Maybe death isn't considered a side effect. Yeah, right. They don't consider it. They don't consider it a side effect. Although it's often listed on the side effects on the on the box of the medicine package, right? It often is. So, but no, who reads that? Okay. So now I want to turn to Dr. Francis Boyle, who I don't think he's a medical doctor. I think he's got a, a law degree, a, a doctorate in law. So therefore, he's a doctor of law, as I understand it. Anyway, this is from, and I really want you to search this website. And the last one I was quoting from, the walk-on newspaper, uh, that article is really worth uh, downloading, printing out, and sharing with people. This is home.solari.com. Home.solari.com forward slash the Nuremberg Code exemption statement. This is very brief. This is from Dr. Francis Boyle of the University of Illinois. And it's uh, the title is... Oh, this is just, uh, this is dated today. The Nuremberg Code Exemption Statement. Okay, the, the article is dated today, but the statement was posted in January of 2020. In fact, January 22nd, 2020. So Dr. Francis Boyle has been on top of this from the very beginning of the pandemic. This is the COVID injection refusal statement. Let me repeat. This is the COVID injection refusal statement. And this is something you should print out and carry with you and obviously share with your friends and relatives and anybody you're concerned about. Share this information with them. Professor of Law Francis A. Boyle's statement for any person to refuse to submit to or to administer the COVID gene, uh, it says therapy, but uh, manipulation is the correct terminology here, gene therapy. Let me just read through it as it's stated, and I'll read it again with comment. Okay, here's the statement. This injection is not a vaccine. It is gene therapy, and it falls under the Nuremberg Code on medical experimentation that the United States government has used to prosecute, convict, and execute persons who violated the code. So this is both for victims and medical people. The foremost legal expert on the development and use of bioweapons, Francis Boyle, wrote the following statement to protect any person refusing to take or administer this experimental treatment. And it states this. By authority of the Nuremberg Code on Medical Experimentation, I do hereby exercise my right to refuse to submit to or, or to administer the COVID quote-unquote vaccine. The United States government has prosecuted, convicted, and executed medical doctors who have violated the Nuremberg Code on medical experimentation, aiders and abettors of Nuremberg crimes are equally guilty and have also been prosecuted, convicted, and executed. That is, killed. <laughs> All right. So this is a, a partial statement. I'm, I'm sure there's a couple of more paragraphs to this, but this article doesn't seem to include it. Let me read down and see if it does. It should be clear to all medical doctors, nurses, and other medical personnel that the Nuremberg Code on Medical Experimentation is encompassed by and covered by the Hippocratic Oath, which all medical doctors swear an oath to upon graduation from medical school. Do they? <laughs> do they still do that? Okay. 
But let me re uh, reread the quotes from the Francis Boyle statement. And I'll see if I can get a more complete statement uh, before the end of today's show. Anyway, quote, By authority of the Nuremberg Code on Medical Experimentation, I do hereby exercise my right to refuse to submit to or administer the COVID vaccine. The United States government has prosecuted, convicted, and executed medical doctors who have violated the Nuremberg Code on Medical Experimentation. Aiders and abettors of Nuremberg crimes are equally guilty and have also been prosecuted, convicted, and executed. Okay, so the medical mafia is doing to us today what they accused the Nazis of doing during World War II. And, of course, all of that was highly exaggerated. And the, they say, well, the Jews were the main victims. But there was no, uh, you know, no program to uh, exterminate Jews at all. This, what we're seeing today, is a real extermination program. That's what it is. And Dr. Boyle totally agrees with our position in this regard, that this is an extermination program. And we are not to take uh, advice from the from these insane people, these totally insane. Well, they're worse than insane. They're satanic. They're wor worse than insane. They're satanic. Okay. This article also includes a video interview with Dr. Boyle by Regis Tremblay. Regis. Tremblay, and apparently this is on, available on YouTube. Francis Boyle, Nuremberg Code is your defense. I can't play it with this computer. It won't, uh, it won't uh, transmit from my computer to the airwaves. So, now let's get back to the good news that I was trying to bring everybody last night, but the article disappeared off my screen. So let me just take it from the top and I'll repeat. The website information here, this is archives.simplelists.com. Simple Lists is the name of the white's, uh, website, and from their archives, archives.simplelists.com. And this is an article by, oh, what's his name? Mark Crispin Miller. Dated 27 April 2021. And he states, All along I have assumed that there is some such antidote with which Fauci, Gates, and all their masters and familiars stay safe while their pathogens kill off the rest of us. And here, apparently, it is. Okay, now one more before I get to the end. Uh, and I, I suggest it's pine needle tea. That's the generic name for it, pine needle tea. And there's a uh, scientific name for it, as we'll get to that. But part of the good news here is that uh, in addition to the Nuremberg curd, uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits advises us that what we should do is to say that we are allergic, or if you're asked to take a, a vaccine, just say, I am allergic to the serum. Now, of course, we covered that in a previous article that you, you shouldn't be, if you have allergies, you are not required to take the vaccine. 
So just tell them, I am allergic to the serum. You're telling them, I'm allergic to whatever you're trying to inject into me. Okay, and according to the HIPAA laws, the Health Insurance Act, they have no right to ask you what allergy it is, even if you don't know what it is. They have no right to ask you. Okay, that's part of your health insurance law. Okay, that's confidential information between you and your doctor, what you're allergic to. Okay, so... Taking the serum is one thing. The spike protein contagion now being experienced in large numbers by those who did, did, did not take the serum but are getting sick just by being associated with people who did, that's becoming an epidemic as well, okay? The antidote to the contagion. Here it is, folks. This antidote to the contagion that has been known by the upper levels of the medical establishment and insiders of the elitist class for almost 100 years, it's not hydroxychloroquine, but that's been around for almost 100 years as well, is called suramin, S-U-R-A-M-I-N, suramin, an isolated compound originally derived from an extract of pine needle oil. Okay, and... Uh, uh, <laughs> When I first heard about this, I said, "What? Well, this is turpentine. That's where you, you get, well, you can get turpentine from just about any tree. But pine needle oil, it's got to taste like turpentine. So better put lots of lemon and, uh, and uh, agave or honey in with that tea because that's going to taste awful. I guarantee it's going to taste awful. Anyway, suramin, S-U-R-A-M-I-N. It is, oh no, it says here, it is only available by injection, at least, okay, he's talking about suramin, the uh, medical drug that uh, Bill Gates, Fauci, the Rothschilds, and the Rockefellers use if they should catch COVID. It is only available by injection. It has been a closely guarded secret not made openly available to the masses during this pandemic. Yet it is an effective solution for parasites like ivermectin and pathogens. They say viruses here, but I'll just substitute the word pathogens of several kinds, along with a large number of other conditions. Okay, so in addition to ivermectin, which I understand you can get online, just order it online and tell them it's for your dog or for your horse. Not too many people in Chicago have horses. But millions of us have dogs, okay? So, yet anyone can now take advantage of this solution by tapping its root origin, pine needle tea. So I guess what you can do is go online and search for pine needle tea. Or maybe you've got a, I've got a pine tree right outside my house here, <laughs> okay? I'll just grab some, grind them up, and make a tea, right? An antidote that is freely available today in evergreen forests and in many people's backyards. All right, pine needle tea. So you don't need to go to a doctor and get a prescription for suramin. You can just make your own, and apparently it is available online as well. How can this simple remedy work so well in the face of such a seemingly insurmountable Condition. Well, we covered that. It's not insurmountable. It's got a 99.7% uh, 
recovery rate. There is a direct relationship between sorum and the isolated extract, pine needle tea, a hot water extract of the pine, fir, cedar, and spruce needles, and pine oil, which is derived from the needles through an essential oil steam distillation process. So I guess you can also get it in the form of an essential oil. And maybe just rub it on your skin. Okay, I got to talk to Maria about this. She's down in, uh, in Missouri, and she is uh, all about essential oils. Nevertheless, all three are derived from the properties of the conifer needle. My personal take on this is that it is far better to get nature's whole herb source than just a tiny fraction of an extract. There are many other benefits that can be derived from the whole herb that will be missing from the isolated chemical. Amen to that. My observation is that those who maintain high levels of health are not affected by either the serum nor the transference contagion. Okay, um, well, if this, by serum, the author means the injection, and by transference contagion, uh, he probably means shedding, but uh, I have maintained, uh, I got it somehow way back in February, and I have a feeling that I got it by transference contagion. As I have been maintaining all along, I don't believe that viruses uh, cause disease, and I don't believe that bacteria transfer through the air. It's always personal contact. So if you are associating with a person who has gotten the serum, you can get it by transference contagion. And I believe I, you know, I have maintained a, a very high level of health. I hardly ever get any, any kind of infectious disease ever, food poisoning. The last time I can remember having to take a, an antibiotic was oh, way back when, uh, well, in the mid-1980s when I had walking pneumonia. And even then, it's guesswork by the medical profession because if it's quote-unquote viral pneumonia, they admit that uh, antibiotics do nothing <laughs> for viral disease, okay? So, uh, so, so they guessed and said, well, maybe you've got bacterial pneumonia, so go ahead and take this take this drug that we're going to give you, this antibiotic, and maybe it'll help, maybe it won't. But I have come to believe that you're better off just letting nature take its course. Your body's re, uh, resistance and uh, uh, immune system causes you to have a fever, raising your body temperature because the invading organisms are less likely to survive the fever than your own body. So the fever is natural. But if it gets out of hand, then, you know, drink plenty of fluids and take these vitamins. Supplement with these vitamins plus zinc. And, uh, and anything else you can think of that might help, such as pine needle tea. <laughs> I tried chicken soup when I had it, but that didn't work. <laughs> so I just kept on doing, you know, supplementing with the main vitamins plus zinc. Okay, and it continues. Anyone on the fence health-wise or depleted, which can be said of many of us today, are being affected to varying degrees. So, even if your immune system is in top-notch condition, 
if this is a bug that you have never had before, then your body, your immune system has to adapt to it. It's not uh, it's not true, especially if it's a half organic, half robotic, quote unquote infection. This is obviously something your body has never dealt with, and it's interesting to see if uh, if our immune system can fight off a half-robot, a Borgian type of infection. Well, if the immune system can kill off the organic side of it and surround the, uh, the inorganic side of it, it may be able to, you know, combat the, the so-called infection. That, that is, uh, I'm just speculating here as to whether our bodies are capable of doing any such thing. So let's continue. The trail from suramen to pine needle tea. Okay, so the generic name of this, folks, is pine needle tea. And uh, rats, this, uh, this article is uh, <laughs> causing me to scroll too far down. I can't recover the area that I had. Okay, uh, too many targets. I'm way above that. I have to scroll above. Okay, trying to scroll back to where I was. I may just have to pick up at some other point. Okay, all right, so I'll have to scroll. Uh, it's, autom it's forcing me to scroll further down than I want to. And let's see if I can adjust here. Okay, Suramen. The fruit of early medicinal chemistry. Okay, here. Okay, I found it. The trail from suramen to pine needle tea. Here is the trail of science and data that shows the derivative relationship between pine needles and suramen, quote, the elitist antidote to microbial illnesses, and which also provides a potential antidote for those affected by the spike protein contagion for reasons explained within the following data. So this is from Wikipedia, Suramen. Suramen is used for treatment of human sleeping sickness caused by trypanosomes. Okay, that's another new one for me. Trypanosomes, okay. Uh, okay. Well, whatever kills parasites is good, okay. How much tur seven seven asks? How much turpentine should one take? <laughs> well, as far as I know, it really doesn't hurt you, but it it tastes like turpentine, <laughs> right? Uh, Lily says, "Oh wait, I see." Doc Waterman has interjected. Uh, some uh, pure gum spirit is missing the buffers. Uh, Okay, don't drink synthetic turpentine. It will kill you, right? <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, well, I, I don't want to advise anybody to drink any kind of turpentine. I know people who do, and it used to be the poor man's or poor slave's penicillin. And Doc Waterman says pine needles boiled works fine. So you can just grab some pine needles. 
shake off all of the chemtrail dust, <laughs> wash thoroughly, and boil it. Okay. Lily says, the slaves used turpentine to treat their illnesses because they weren't allowed in hospitals or doctor's offices. Yeah, it's the slaves penicillin. That's what it used to be called. And Dr. Waterman has this formula. Vitamin D3 plus vitamin C plus 50 milligrams of zinc plus chaga. Chaga. What's chaga, Doc? Is that some kind of tea? Chaga. Okay. And uh, <laughs> seven asks, how much turpentine should one take? <laughs> well, the people I've talked to who do use uh, pure gum spirits of turpentine, it's extract of of pine bark, as I understand, or pine trees, is uh, is a natural substance, just extracted, because it kills the parasites. Okay? So, uh, yeah, Jeffrey's asking, link to the article. I can't share it with because uh, I'm not on my main computer, Jeffrey. So uh, you'll just have to go with the... Um, oh, uh, okay, and Doc Waterman says... Black walnut also kills parasites. Black walnut and the herb wormwood. Okay, so add it to, uh, I should have told people to keep a running list of cures or treatments, because maybe not all of them work. But uh, erythromycin, uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to list it, uh, them all when I post the article. I should have been keeping a running list as I'm going through all of these suggested treatments. So we've got black walnut, wormwood, and Lily says one teaspoon of turpentine and one tablespoon of sugar. Okay. <laughs> but I don't want to recommend that because I'm not a doctor. Okay. Uh, but I do know people who do this. And it's been done by slaves throughout the slave era. Okay. All right. And Jeffrey says not every species of pine, you know, chuga, Chuga, C-H-U-G-A. Chuga. So you just have to look that up. I've never heard of it. All right. So, uh, okay, diamondforestproducts.com is the source of the safe turpentine. Thank you for that, Jeffrey. Diamond G, if this is correct, diamondgforestproducts.com for the pure extract of turpentine. Okay, and uh, ivermectin you can get from a farm store for $10. And Lily says pumpkin seeds will also kill. <laughs> Chaga is a mushroom. Okay, thank you. Chaga is a mushroom. All right, so there's all of these uh, treatments that we're finding out about, all of which are forbidden, by mainstream media. Oh, yeah, and good old castor oil. Thanks, Doc. Good old castor oil. I knew there was a use for it. <laughs> My mother never made me take castor oil, but I've heard from people who did, and supposedly it works like a charm. Good old castor oil. And uh, castor oil was a, what do you call it, a preventive, a prophylactic. So a lot of children... Their moms forced them to take a teaspoon of castor oil every day. And Doc, we took it seasonally 
on the <laughs> on the farm. Yeah, and, and Grandma and the kids ran away. Yeah, no, I, I, that stuff tastes horrible. Castor oil, but sometimes a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. So thanks for all those comments in the chat room. I'm learning more from the people in the chat room. <laughs> okay, and uh, Cliff High also recommends chaga to keep from getting COVID. So chaga apparently is a mushroom, and you can put that with your scrambled eggs. Thank you. All right. Okay, let's get back to the article. Again, this is the good news article, and uh, the for those who missed it, because I can't access the chat room, uh with uh, any posts, this information is from archives.simplelists.com. Good news, good news about uh, pine needle tea or suramen. And again, archives.simplelists.com. So let's continue. I just quoted from the Wikipedia article, just the first sentence here. Suramin is used for treatment of human sleeping sickness, uh, sickness caused by trypanosomes, a parasite. Specifically, it is used for treatment of first-stage African trypanosomiasis caused by trypanosoma brucae rodensians. Sounds like uh, something uh, that you heard about on rents.com. Trypanosoma brucei gambiense without involvement of central nervous system. It is considered first-line treatment and second-line treatment for early stage, where pentamidine is recommended as first-line. Pentamidine. It has been used in the treatment of river blindness on coceraciasis. Okay. All these new diseases I'm having to pronounce today. So, there's a long list of treatments available, but all of which are forbidden, but nevertheless still available. Okay, you just have to uh, tell some white lies to the, to the people at the uh, animal store. Suramin has been available to the medical profession for almost 100 years. A summary of its antioxidant benefits are outlined in this report. 100 years of ceremon, suramin, rather, attached as a PDF. The most relevant parts of the summary are outlined below with supportive evidence. Suramin, the fruit of early medicinal chemistry. When suramin was introduced for the treatment of African sleeping, sleeping sickness in 1922, it was one of the first anti-infective agents that had been developed in a medicinal chemistry program. Uh... Starting from the anti-trypanosomal activity of the dye Trypan Blue, synthesized in 1904 by Paul Ehrlich, Bayer made a series, Bayer, the big drug combine, made a series of colorless and more potent derivatives. That's how they get to patent a drug, by making a derivative. Molecule 205 was suramin. Synthesized by Oscar Dressel, Richard Cothi, and Bernard Heyman in 1916, good German scientists. Sleeping sickness, also known as human African trypanosomiasis, boy, I'm getting good at that word, trypanosomiasis, was at the forefront of research at that time, or sleeping sickness. 
not a neglected disease as it is today, and the development of suramen was a breakthrough for the emerging field of chemotherapy. Oh boy, <laughs> chemotherapy, we, we way too much of that. How about prevention? Uh, you need to be taking all of these vitamins and eating a healthy diet with lots of fresh fruits and vegetables and uh, well-cooked meat to uh, make sure, but uh, especially the raw fruits and vegetables for, for the health benefits uh, and the vitamins and minerals contained in those. But as many people have said over the years, over the last 40, 50 years, our soil has been so depleted of minerals that you have to supplement. So you want to take a multivitamin, multi-mineral supplement. Let's continue. Now read the following paragraph with the subtitle, Too Many Targets in the 100 Years of Suramen, to understand its antidote properties to the spike protein contagion derived from the mRNA that gives instructions to replicate a spike protein in other cells. Okay, and this is a very good, really brief description of what the spike protein is. The spike, uh, the, the drug that they're infecting us with, that they're injecting us with, gives instructions to your DNA to replicate the drug that they're in injecting you with. Okay, but uh, none of these vac vaccines have ever worked, have ever provided any sort of immunity. So it's just going to ma make you sicker. It's going to instruct your DNA to make more of the pathogen that they have injected in you. Okay, let me read this entire sentence again. Now read the following paragraph within the subtitle, Too Many Targets in the 100 Years of Suramen, to understand its antidote properties to the spike protein contagion derived from the mRNA that gives instructions to replicate a spike protein in other cells. So the, the author is saying there is an antidote to this horrible drug that they're injecting into our bodies that's causing our DNA to replicate pathogens. That's what the instructions are, to replicate pathogens. Here's the description. Suramen further decreases the activities of a large number of enzymes involved in DNA and RNA synthesis and modification. DNA polymerases, 103 and 104, RNA polymerases, 103, 105, and 106, reverse transcriptase, 18 and 103, telomerase, 67, and enzymes involved in winding and unwinding of DNA, 107 and 108, are inhibited by suramen. That's very important information. If this is in fact true, then there is. Pine needle tea will negate the negative effects of the Gates jab. So let me, I'm not going to repeat the numbers. I'm just going to repeat the words of this statement here. Suramen further decreases the activities of a large number of enzymes involved in DNA and RNA synthesis and modification, which is what they're trying to do. They're trying to modify our DNA. DNA polymerases, RNA polymerases, reverse transcriptase, telomerase, 
and enzymes involved in winding slash unwinding of DNA are inhibited by suramin. This is fantastic information if it is in fact true. I sure hope it's true, folks. I sure hope it's true because that means there is an antidote. Okay? There is an antidote if all of this information is true. Okay? So let's continue with this article. This is really good stuff. Okay. Open page. There we go. This is medical speak for inhibiting the inappropriate replication and modification of RNA and DNA. Thank you very much. This comment in the PDF also reveals Suramin's ability to in inhibit microclots. Suramin also showed inhibitory effects. I'm <laughs> Excuse me, folks, while I run out and get some pine needles off my pine tree. <laughs> this is why, oh, too, too far down. Suramin also showed inhibitory effects against components, components of the coagulation cascade. Excessive coagulation causes blood clots, and that was the problem with the uh, AstraZeneca vaccine. Caused blood clots. They had to take it off the market in several countries because it was causing blood clots, giving people strokes. Oh, boy. Mini clots, strokes, and unusually heavy menstrual cycles. All right, as I rep I've been reporting, you can get this for just from being near someone who's taken the gates jab and is shedding these toxins through their skin, through their pores, through their breath, through their snot, and whatever. And how do you know a person had, well, you sh you sh I think you should ask everybody, have you gotten the shot yet? And if they say yes, oh, see you, H have a nice life uh, for, for, for however long it lasts. This is why so many people are dying today of blood clots after receiving the serum and why others are now showing unexplained bruising after coming in contact with one that has taken the serum. Now, this leaves a very big question. Why? Well, we know that many of the people taking the serum, by which we mean the Gates jab, are getting sick and dying. They're getting Bell's palsy. They're getting... Uh, blood clots, they're getting uh, rashes on their skin, etc., etc. But apparently, we can catch this from somebody who's gotten taken the serum even before these symptoms manifest in the vaccinated person. Okay? That's what it sounds like. Let's continue. Something is being transferred from one to the other, the vaccinated, the vaccinated person to the healthy person, likely through the breath, complemented by a type of sympathetic resonance or pheromone emanation. There is some kind of, oh, wait a minute, emanation. This, this could also involve radiation. Who knows what's in that vaccine, folks? There could be some uh, radiation, you know, because these are nanobots. 
and nanobots respond to radiation. Not just 5G, they respond to 4G as well. 5G is just a, a sophistication of the process. The method of transfer is unclear at this point, but it is certainly happening. This phenomenon is not an accident. These symptoms were known well in advance of unleashing this serum on the public. Vaccine trials have been going on for decades, yes, and Fauci and company have been trying to perfect it. Why did they decide to test a completely new approach with the mRNA without animal trials, thus using humans as the first test case for their effectiveness? Well, because they've already done the trials in secret at Fort Dietrich, at Wuhan, etc. University of North Carolina, that's what they've been doing. This is military weaponized technology. That's what it is. And they, they list some of the death statistics here. U.S. Center for Disease, Disease Control, 3,486 deaths, 86,080 injured in the U.S. through April 17, 2021, following COVID injections in four months. More vaccine deaths recorded than the past 15 years combined. Let me repeat that. More vaccine deaths recorded than the past 15 years combined. From Europe, European Medicines Agency, 7,766 dead, 330,218 injuries. European Database of Adverse Drug Reactions for COVID-19 Vaccines. Okay, so the details... The science is pouring in, folks. It's just not being reported on YouTube and Jew television and Jew newspapers, etc. The next heading here is an obvious sham. Any natural medicine with 0.01% of these deaths and side effects would have been pulled from the market immediately. By the way, I forgot to mention, it is an experimental treatment. It's not an approved vaccine. Therefore, the Nuremberg Code exemption does apply. Okay, so get a copy of that Nuremberg Code exemption and carry it around with you and show it to your doctor, Dr. Moreau, the island of Dr. Moreau, the guy who was experimenting with our DNA and creating chimeric monsters, half human and half animal. Well, that's what they're doing. That's what doing. This kind of research has been going on for decades, folks. Now they're using this technology on us, and we are the guinea pigs. That our professionals and decision makers have continued to allow this sham to continue reveals that this sham is intentional. Arms are being twisted, legs are being broken, and uh, objectors are being assassinated. The upper echelon of the medical profession promote this program to the people while they exempt themselves from it and then take their personal antidote to prevent being affected by the transference contagion. Since when is it acceptable to kill thousands of people and maim hundreds of thousands more with a quote-unquote medicine? Why are we finding this okay? Well, because vaccines are good for you. How many millions of times have you heard that in your lifetime? 
why are we still trusting the media and the medical wizards, Dr. Moreau, that dreamed up this sham? When will enough be enough? Well, this article hasn't mentioned the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers yet, so maybe they aren't that savvy. But we're, we're at least talking about a potential antidote. Now, yeah, we've been talking about ivermectin and vitamins and blah, blah, blah. But do those therapies actually do what I just reported in terms of preventing RNA and DNA damage from occurring? This is extremely critical information. Suraman prevents, I'll repeat this, or inhibits, DNA polymerases, RNA polymerases, reverse transcriptase, telomerase, and enzymes involved in winding and unwinding of DNA. These things are inhibited by suramin, and we, we can assume pine needle tea as well, as well as the histone and chromatin-modifying enzymes like chromobox proteins, methyltransferases, and sirtuin, S-I-R-T-U-I-N, I didn't read this part, earlier, sirtuin histone oh, deacetylases, deacetylases, a real mouthful of chemicals here, <laughs> a real mouthful of chemicals. So, triptan blue is derived from toluidine, that is, any of several isomeric bases derived from toluene. Tryptan blue is so-called because it can kill trypanosomes, the parasites that cause sleeping sickness. So tryptan blue is this, uh, an over-the-counter drug. An analog of tryptan blue, suramin, is used pharmacologically against trypanosomiasis. Tryptan blue is also known as diamine blue and Niagara blue. So if you are really sick, and suspect that you have been shedded upon, <laughs> shed upon by a zombie who has been vaccinated. Wow. Okay, so these things are available. Yes, and Doc Waterman said, all this for a death rate of only one one hundredth of a percent more than the annual flu. Okay, well, it's because it's not because they want to heal us. And Lily says, I hear most Israelis got the jab, but only a placebo. Yes, we report. We did a major report on that. Yeah, and but they are. I also surmised that uh, they were, uh, in order to be, how should I, believable, they will inject some Israelis with the real thing. So, because it'd be absurd for, you know, for all these Israelis to get the injection and none of them get sick whatsoever, while the rest of the world is getting sick. So, they have to be realistic and, and certainly use the real drug on some Jews, okay? But I'll bet the word is out for, for most of the Jewish community, don't get the shot. <laughs> don't get the shot. I mean, wherever they are around the world. Yes, the real problem is the vaccine. Absolutely. That is the problem. So we're doing our best to inform 
the listening audience, and hopefully this information will be picked up by others. Pine needle tea, otherwise known as suramen in its derivative form, which would you would have to get from a doctor. Okay. Trippin blue is a derivative of toluene. This is the next heading, which is a derivative of pine oil. Again, from Wikipedia, toluene. The compound was first isolated in 1837 through a distillation of pine oil by the Polish chemist Philip Walter, who named it retinaphtha. Oh, well, that's probably where we get the word naphtha. Naphtha from, which is uh, a, a um, solvent, a very popular solvent. Anyway, I personally call many years ago one health professional was using a pine salt bath <laughs> to rid the body of parasites. But who knows what's in pine salt today, right? <laughs> Dr. Eli is giving all kinds of recommendations today. I am not a medical doctor, so don't sue me. This is just information, chemical information I'm sharing with y'all. Pine salt was based on pine oil when it was created in 1929. I really doubt that it still is. And during its rise to national popularity in the 1950s. However, as of 2016, pine salt products sold in stores no longer contain pine oil to reduce costs. They still have fragrance of pine, <laughs> right? It still gives you that pine oil scent, but not the good stuff. Yet, pine needle tea provides a similar, if not superior, benefit, due in part to the fact that it is a direct, mild extract of the whole herb, leaving many of its properties still intact that might be destroyed by excessive heat during distillation and further dissection of its many nutrient components. So, as in the good old days, making a tea out of whatever is better than the... Now, of course... Let me, let me finish my statement before I change the subject. Making a tea out of the natural you know, substance in your own kitchen will retain many of the other natural ingredients of the plant. Whereas the chemical companies try to extract what they call the quote-unquote active ingredient, which they can patent and sell for a thousand times what it's worth. So folks, it looks like we're going to have to get back to the good old days where we have a, um, you know, a, uh, a chemical factory, or I, I, I mean herbal teas <laughs> in our kitchen. As far as I know, none of this is illegal. It's not illegal to make pine, pine oil tea in your own kitchen. But after the word gets out about this stuff, they probably will try to make it illegal. Okay. So making a, 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 or a derivative oil, an herbal type oil, that's the way to go. It continues. I harvested some Douglas fir needles last fall and have been adding it to my morning tea blend for the last couple of months. It must have been an instinctive call. I discovered the Suramen info just last week. The Douglas fir needle tea I have been drinking provides an energetic lift 
Oh, I've been looking for an alternative to coffee. <laughs> and a nice boost to the immune system. Pine needles are high in vitamin C and A, among other compounds, which provide a long list of benefits. A 2011 Korean study demonstrated using pine needles in tea was the best way to access the antioxidant benefits from the pine needles. So just do your normal tea and add a bunch of pine needles. Your kitchen will smell great. It'll smell like pine salt. The study demonstrated that the hot water extract of pine needle uh, proanthocyanidins and catechins offer the highest levels of antioxidant benefits compared with chemical extract processes. So, here we're telling you that it, the pine needle tea made in your own kitchen is even better than the quote-unquote active ingredient synthesized or extracted by Big Pharma. There are other known benefits that pine needle tea and the tea made from other conifers share, which include, I'll go down the list, analgesic, antibacterial, antifungal, anti-inflammatory. Is this good news or what? Antimicrobial, antioxidant, antiseptic, anti-tumor, antitussive. I, I assume that's coughing, antitussive. Antiviral, didn't they cover that already? No, antifungal, antibacterial. They didn't cover antiviral. That's about eighth on the list here. Aromatic, okay, yeah, it is aromatic. Astringent, I think is just another way of saying, uh, you know, kills bacteria. Decongestant, there you go. A de it's a detoxicant, de detoxifying agent. Disinfectant, diuretic. That means it, it, uh, it dries you up. So I don't know if you need that. Maybe uh, if you're, uh, you have to go to the bathroom too often, it'll help with that. An expectorant, ooh. Immunomodulating, improved circulation. A lot of people can benefit from that. It's invigorating. That's not a disease. Lymphatic, and it boosts your lymphatic system. It helps you to relax. Well, if it helps you to relax, it should help you to sleep better. Relieves nervous exhaustion and fatigue. Sounds like all the symptoms of COVID. Relieves sore muscles. It's a restorative and a tonic. Of course, a lot of that information is duplicated. Herbalists the world over have known all along about the benefits of this simple natural tea. Pine needle tea has been used medicinally worldwide for thousands of years. I will bet that's an accurate statement. So this website includes a pine needle tea video. Again, this is from archives.simplelists.com. Archives.simplelists.com. And this is good news about COVID. Good news about COVID. There's an actual antidote for COVID. And even the mRNA injection that they're giving to us because it messes up the RNA and DNA uh, programming that this injection has been filled with, all right? So this is really good news. I never expected the news to, to be this good, okay? So, yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> 
exercise, okay, exercise will help with your back pain as well. Okay, black seed oil smells and tastes like turpentine. I've heard of black seed oil. Uh, I think I've actually got some of that, and but I didn't know what it was for. <laughs> so, so maybe that works too. Okay. Okay, and Adolf says alcohol and any painkillers, over-the-counter painkillers, are just numbing your brain and killing brain cells. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, the vast majority of these over-the-counter drugs simply mask the symptoms. Simply mask the symptoms. They don't cure anything. Okay, 99% of big pharma products just hide symptoms. They don't cure anything. Okay. That's the reality, folks. So let's get back to this wonderful article. A few notes of caution. Be careful with the U-pine, that's Y-E-W. The U-pine, which is not a true pine and can be toxic, although it does have a few medicinal properties. So, okay, the cypress is not to be used as an essential oil in high doses, but normally safe otherwise. The ponderosa pine is not good for cows, mostly due to the observation when pregnant cattle eat the needles, the loss of the calf has been observed, but has a long history of health benefits for humans, for respiratory conditions, cuts, wounds, and burns, etc. By far, the vast majority of conifers have been used medicinally for thousands of years with an excellent track record. Get to know your trees. Hug your tree. They may provide a medicine cabinet full of health benefits to you and your family. Pines. Maybe those tree huggers knew, <laughs> knew something after all. But they weren't telling us about this stuff. Pine, spruce, cedar, and fir needle tea may end up being the easiest way to gain the numerous benefits of the evergreen trees, along with a natural protection against unhealthy replications of spike proteins today. Combine with other herbs as desired to obtain further benefits and flavors. That sounds good to me. So, add some pine needles to your morning tea, and it will be a prophylactic tea. Okay, I don't care how bad it tastes at this point. <laughs> I don't want to get sick. Sources for pine needles. There is one primary American supplier, Etsy, E-T-S-Y, for the pine needles besides harvesting your own that I'm aware of at this point with three quality listings, each from a different East Coast wild crafter. And uh, I won't bother. There's four of them here, but Etsy. You can check through Etsy or just go to your local forest. There's, there's bound to be a few pine trees. But again, you know, I, I would never be able to tell a difference between a real conifer, a, a yew, a cypress, and a ponderosa. There's no way I would be able to tell the difference. Dosage. Three cups per day or more of any desired strength based on the quantity of needles added to a French press or teapot with an approximate one to three tablespoons of needles per cup of near-boiling water. This is a maintenance health-building dose. So let me repeat this. Three cups per day or more of any desired strength based on the quantity of needles added to a French press or teapot, with an approximate one to three tablespoons of needles per cup of near-boiling water. This is a maintenance health-building dose. Stronger amounts of needles to water can be used therapeutically. 
If it feels too acidic due to the vitamin C for your system, moderate the quantity. <laughs> too much turpentine. Moderate the quantity and complement the tea with alkalizing food and dark green herbs or sea vegetables. So maintain your normally healthy diet, and this should help. Okay, so uh, we're almost at the end of this article. In order to grasp the seriousness of the situation we are in and to understand why, we need to look back in history to the times in which this very day had been forecast, obviously planned for, and now created. By the way, Nikola Tesla predicted this stuff too. Here's one clear example. Jacques Attali was an advisor to Francois Mitterrand, former president of France, and wrote this in 1981. Quote, in the future, it will be a question of finding a way to reduce the population. We will start with the old man because once he is over 60 to 65 years old, man lives longer than he produces and it costs society dearly. Okay, this is the useless eaters concept promoted by Henry Kissinger. Then the weak and then the useless who do not contribute anything to society because there will be more and more and especially finally the stupid. Well, they should start with liberals then. Euthanasia directed at these groups. Euthanasia must be an essential instrument of our future societies in all cases. Is this not eugenics? Is this not what the Nazis were criticized for and are being criticized for today? Yet, Big Pharma is a major proponent of euthanasia and death by injection. Of course, I'm continuing with the quotation from Jacques Attali. Of course, we will not be able to ex execute people or organize camps. Not, to, not publicly, not uh, admitting to it, but they figured out an, injection, an inje injectable way to get rid of the unwanted people, the deplorables. An injection for the deplorables. We will get rid of them by making them believe that it is for their own good. Too large a population, and for the most part unnecessary, is something economically too expensive. Socially, it is also much better for the human machine to stop abruptly rather than gradually deteriorate. Well, there won't be any need for nursing homes, right? We won't be able to pass intelligence tests on millions and millions of people, you can imagine. Yeah, we have to have the intelligence of Lucifer. We will find something or cause it. A pandemic that targets certain people. That's what AIDS research was all about, folks. They were simply micro-tuning their global pandemic. A real economic crisis or not. A virus that will affect the old or the elderly. It does not matter. The weak and the fearful will succumb. Hmm. Happening right now, isn't it? The stupid will believe it and ask to be treated. We will have a taken care of having planned the treatment, a treatment that will be the solution. The selection of idiots will therefore be done by itself. They will go to the slaughterhouse alone. Unquote. 
This fragment is excerpted from his book, Brief History of the Future, <laughs> published in France in 2006. Back to the article. Understand that we are smart enough to find our own solutions and apply them. Those willing to take prote proactive protective measures maintain their health and become more self-reliant will rise from this period of change and transformation successfully. I sure hope so. But they're going to come after us. They're getting rid of all of the volunteers, those who have volunteered to die. They're trying to get many of us through the shedding process. When that fails, then they're going to mandate the vaccines, and then they're going to go door to door, and they're going to face return fire. That is what's going to happen, folks, because they're not going to stop. They can't stop because the global economy is collapsing, and the whole COVID-19 scam is simply a cover for the hyperinflation that we're all and the eventual collapse that we're experiencing right now. The collapse of the Federal Reserve note is imminent because they've been hyperinflating it to such an extent that lumber prices are three times, 3.5 times higher than they were about a year ago. And everything else is rising too. It's fiat money inflation, but it's not even paper dollars. It's simply book note, uh, you know, bookkeeping entries on computers. The cashless society. This is why they wanted the cashless society, so they can inflate the currency without anybody realizing how it's being done. Okay, and then uh, you'll be a walking credit card with those nanobot and a debit card, and they will deduct as they've been doing in China. They will deduct from your account the fine for jaywalking. They can do this. This is all robotics and computer programs that are already in place. They can easily do this. You know, they don't even have to go that far because they can track every, every purchase we make with our credit cards and debit cards. The banks keep records of your checks. And the Israelis monitor all of your phone calls, <laughs> both landline and otherwise. Do you think the surveillance state is here yet? A couple of more sentences here. We will be the ones to structure the world to come with a new focus of the common good of all life everywhere. Now, that's not going to happen without the second coming, folks. The old mindset expressed by that limited soul ab above will not be tolerated. I, I assume he's talking about Lucifer, the limited soul above. That mindset and those that harbor it will vanish like the darkness before the approaching dawn. It is true that many will go with the passing night, yet those that remain will then shine all the brighter. Do your part, take care of yourself first, then look to assist any willing to listen and join in the reconstruction. Okay, outstanding article. And let me scroll back to the top. To, because this is something that people want to, will be wanting to share. Again, this is from simplelists.com. The author, it's in very fine print, Mark Crispin Miller. 
So the title of the article is Possible Antidote for the V Serum and the Current Spike Protein Contagion by Mark Crispin Miller. It may not be available on any other website, so you may have to go to archives.simplelists.com and just you know search for the Mark Crispin Miller article or just search for his name on the internet. Okay, so folks, it appears that whatever the Antichrist throws at us, there uh, the Bible says there he has made herbs, <laughs> healing herbs for every possible condition, even ones invented by Lucifer, it appears. Really good news, okay? Yeah, and uh, so even if you can't get this over-the-counter at your local food or drugstore, you can make it yourself. Good old-fashioned do-it-yourself technology, all right? So very good. All right, so that was a really outstanding article. I highly recommend that you uh, find this article online and share it with people. And I did want to play this audio from Dr. Ryan Cole, but uh, that, that, that aspect is not working on this computer. But there, uh, this is from lourockwell.com and www.lourockwell.com. Dr. Ryan Cole blows the whole COVID-19 propaganda away by Bill Sardi. That's the title of the article. There's not much to the article, but uh, it includes this video, which I was hoping to play the audio from. But the, the essence of the message is vitamin D. Vitamin D for its prophylactive and curative ability. So again, the title here is Dr. Ryan Cole Blows the Whole COVID-19 Propaganda Away by Bill Sardi, posted April 7, 2021. Cliff Notes, Dr. Ryan Cole is the CEO and medical director of Cole Diagnostics, one of the largest independent labs in the state of Ohio. So we heard from Iowa earlier. Now we're going to hear from Idaho. Dr. Cole has conducted over 100,000 COVID-19 lab tests and treated over 350,000 patients over his medical career. And he's not qualified. But here is the essence of the points made in the video, which is pretty much all about vitamin D. He says, coronavirus infections are seasonal. Coronavirus infections are seasonal. Why are they seasonal? Well, probably, as I've pointed out before, because, well, there's cold weather, less sunlight, and because, uh, because over the holidays we eat junk food, garbage food, cake, candy, uh, cookies, ice cream, most of which is artificial today, okay? And everybody eating all these horrible diets all at the same time over Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, you can bet these people are going to get sick. That's why they're seasonal. Next point. Average COVID-19 age of death 
is 78.6 years. Average annual U.S. age of death historically is 78.6 years. <laughs> okay. So COVID has increased the death rate one jot, tittle, or iota. Let me repeat this here. The average COVID-19 age of death is 78.6 years of age. Average annual U.S. age of death historically is 78.6 years. It hasn't even moved up a decimal point. Point number three. Face mask wearing outdoors is absolute insanity. No study shows any super spreader event outdoors. As we've been telling you all along here, right on Eurofolk Radio, the best mask of all is your immune system. Thank you very much. Boiters, uh, are we broadcasting sanity today or what? There is no such thing as cold and flu season. Let me repeat this. Although people get the flu seasonally, there's no doubt about that. But what, what's the cause? He says there's no such thing as cold and flu season. There is only low vitamin D season. Okay, in addition to which the, the holiday season causes people to overindulge in junk food or, and bad diets, etc. And uh, other things that the so-called holidays entail. So he's saying that the so whatever we've been calling the cold and flu season is actually a shortage of vitamin D. Next point. Inflammatory cytokine storm cannot be controlled without adequate vitamin D levels. Okay? As I've been telling people, shoot up. I'm, I'm sorry, stock up and, and, and load up. Maybe that's the term I should use. Load up. Load up with vitamins A, B, C, D, and E, plus zinc, and all the other stuff I've been talking about on today's show. Most of the stuff I can't pronounce, but pine oil or pine needle tea is the best one of all, looks like, because it provides a lot of these vitamins already, and in addition, minerals, because your vitamins work much better if you've got uh, an adequate supply of minerals as well. So he's saying that inflammatory cytokine storm cannot be controlled without adequate vitamin D levels. So I assume he uh, he means all of the different types of vitamin D. So D3 seems to be the most popular one today. Massive numbers of Americans have low vitamin D levels. Well, what's the natural source of vitamin D, folks? Sunlight. Benjamin Franklin used to sunbathe naked in his backyard. He didn't know about vitamin D, but he figured out that he's healthier when he gets lots of sunlight. Well, short of getting a sunburn, of course. 96% of ICU patients are vitamin D deficient. And the doctors and nurses know this. Yet they still do not advise people to load up on vitamin D. 
Is this not criminal? Is this not criminal, folks? Of course it is. It's criminal. Yes, and Lily says, the Nephilim hate the sun. They hate light, right? They're vampires. They operate in secret in the dark, on in the deep, dark dungeons of military compounds and university. Uh, and and u- university dungeons. That's where these people operate. And, oh, and uh, the medical profession and the educational profession and the banking profession, the law profession, I could go on. But 96% of ICU patients are vitamin D deficient. Are you getting the message, folks? Load up on vitamin D. Next item. You cannot synthesize vitamin D from sunlight during fall and winter at 35 degrees north. So if you live, I I assume that includes Chicago, uh, Certainly, the the northern climates of Denmark, Sweden, Norway, (laughs) Finland, etc. Most of Russia and most of uh, all of Canada. So that's why people get the blahs in the wintertime, lack of vitamin D, because there just isn't enough sunlight. Next item. You living in northern climates, you are immune suppressed if you do not supplement with vitamin D during fall and winter, okay? So he's telling us, in the wintertime, load up on vitamin D. Scandinavian countries, Finland, Norway, Sweden, test their citizens twice a year for vitamin D and fortify 35 foods with vitamin D. Hello? Even though they're socialist countries, they, they once in a while they do something good. Let me repeat this. Finland, Norway, and Sweden test their citizens twice a year for vitamin D and fortify 35 foods with vitamin D. That's probably all junk food. Do they inject uh, vitamin D into a, uh, what kind of, uh, well, oranges and apples? Grapes, <laughs> take it, take it with your sangria. Our population is left vulnerable to any seasonal viral infection. I would put in their bacterial infection without a public health program to promote vitamin D adequacy. Okay, so you got to have vitamin D. It helps you utilize whatever uh, you know substances are required to fight off disease. Next item, there is not social disparity of care, but the fact darker skin pigmentation inhibits sunshine vitamin D synthesis in the skin. That's racist. He, he made a racist comment there, folks. Tsk, tsk, tsk. The fact is that darker skin pigmentation inhibits sunshine vitamin D synthesis, synthesis in the skin. Fauci says he personally takes eight to 9,000 units of vitamin D per day. But why has this not become a public health message? You all know the answer to that question. The top three public health messages should be one, vitamin D 
two, vitamin D, three, vitamin D. By law, the federal government cannot approve a vaccine if there is a proven treatment. That would be ivermectin. Does ivermectin contain vitamin D? <laughs> so far, it's all vitamin D. So a plug for ivermectin here. The government is in bed with a vaccine company, the whole vaccine industry, Big Pharma. Both the federal government and Moderna co-hold patents on their RNA vaccine. Vaccine. The fox is guarding the headhouse. Let me repeat this. Both the federal government and Moderna co-hold patents on their RNA vaccines. What we found out from the previous article that the cure, the treatment, is pine needle tea. There must be a lot of... Uh, since vitamin D is mainly synthesized from sunlight, I don't know how you can store that in a tablet, but apparently they've figured out a way to do that. The drug remdesivir, remdesivir only works during the first two, three days of infection. It does not increase survival. It is like peeing on a forest fire, okay? Remdesivir, so check, scratch that off the list as a potential cure for COVID-19. Next item, four billion doses of ivermectin have safely have been safely taken. Death rate decreased 70 to 90% in hospitals treating COVID-19 patients with, apparently, ivermectin. Poorly stated point here. Of the half million COVID-19 deaths in North America, there would be 375,000 less deaths if ivermectin were used. So, so his uh, suggestion are vitamin D and ivermectin. And ivermectin you can get uh, by email, uh, you know, through the internet and at your local uh, you know, food store, uh, animal food store, animal feed store. Public officials have blood on their hands. 100% of ivermectin treatment patients don't get ill. Although I've heard that you should not use it for, as a prophylactic. Because I think your body adapts to it. So just take it sporadically if you try to use it as a prophylactic. And he says it works for all genetic variants. Uh, I think maybe he's talking about the vaccine. So if you're really sick, take ivermectin. Because virtually all disease has its parasitic components. And, and we know for a fact that uh, if you take antibiotics, you, you will get a parasitic infection because the antibiotics allow the, the parasites to thrive. Three more points. The, va the vaccines are an experiment on society. The vaccine is unproven and long-term safety data is not even being done. And finally, you can get ivermectin from doctors online. And the source here is myfreedoctor.com.
myfreedoctor.com. So vitamin D and ivermectin, add those to the list. Now again, because there are counter arguments for some of these treatments, I don't see how you can overdose on pine needle tea, but you can certainly overdose on an extract that's uh, produced in pill form because those are usually concentrated and too much of a concentrate can be a bad thing. All right. So all of these suggestions that I'm providing you with today, uh, do your own research. Don't take my word for it. But it really looks like vitamin D, ivermectin, and pine needle tea, and all these vitamins that I've been stressing, plus zinc, are the right way to go. It's hard to overdose on this stuff. But uh, like I said, there is a... Uh, I'm aware of a problem with overdosing on ivermectin. It's something that that is produced, you know, in a chemical laboratory. So anything that's produced in a chemical laboratory, I I wouldn't rely on. I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't take any uh, drugs. I don't even take aspirin. So anything that comes out of a chemical laboratory, I only take when absolutely necessary. Okay, that's probably the best advice I can give. So, um, okay, yeah, and then uh, Doc Waterman has listed um, americasfrontlinedoctors.org. They use ivermectin and supplements and give prescriptions nationwide, okay? But you can also get it at your uh, cattle and horse feed store. <laughs> Okay, and Lily says that there is a plasma water. There is a plasma water for ivermectin, and you can't overdose on that because uh, your body only uses what it can what it can take. All right, uh, I don't know if that's true of the you know concentrate that you buy at the animal feed store. Okay, so uh, and Adolf. Uh, says there's a consumer updates why you should not use ivermectin treat or prevent okay so but that's coming from the government <laughs> that's coming from the fda right so the fda says you shouldn't use it but who is the fda they're in bed with big pharma okay so but nevertheless you know, do your own research always always read the literature that has contraindicators Okay, yeah, the Jew FDA. Thank you, Adolf. That's what it is, the Jew FDA. So always be careful. Re- re- if, you're, if you're taking a drug that you've never taken before, always read articles that contraindicate it as well to, to get a balanced perspective. You, you know what the government's going to say about any cure for COVID. They say, oh, it's, it's horrible. It doesn't work. It's going to kill you. Okay, one more item I'm going to throw this in. 40-year-old surgeon dead after mocking anti-vaxxers and writing his own obituary after Moderna COVID injection. So this guy, a surgeon, after he took the injection, went on the Internet and mocked all the anti-vaxxers. He said, I'm making fun of you here. I'm, I'm even writing my own obituary. 
Toledo, Ohio. A 48-year-old plastic surgeon is dead in a story that demonstrates the limitless levels of surrealism <laughs> when it comes to these experimental shots and government media narratives. Dr. Thomas Flanagan received the first dose of experimental Moderna mRNA on January 6th, according to his Facebook page. He received the second dose on February 3rd. Well, guess what? His obituary has become reality. And here's his Facebook picture, wearing a mask. He's a redheaded Irishman, so it looks like. Second dose. The microchip is working just fine, he says. My mind is slowly being taken over by the hive mind. Well, guess what? What he thought he, what he was saying jokingly was actually happening. And he says, we, the hive mind, we Borgian, Borgian hive bee mind, are just fine. Resistance is futile. Sometime thereafter, it's unclear exactly when, he wrote his own obituary in the same mocking fashion as the foregoing Facebook post. It is reminiscent of the Polish doctor who wrote about in February, but the surrealism surrounding this story is unmet compared to any other story we've written thus far. So, this doctor mocked everybody who, who warned him not to take the shot, wrote his own obituary in mocking fashion. Okay, that, that, this photo actually includes the actual COVID-19 vaccination record card with the CDC emblem in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, I can read the handwriting. The, you know, most doctors have horrible handwriting. Uh, this Moderna, and uh, the second one was Moderna. Toledo, Toledo Hospital, it looks like it says here, in handwriting, so it's hard to read. Okay, so this MD, totally confident this is, that his profession is on the up and up, and vaccines are good, and Big Pharma is good, mocks us on Facebook by pretending to be a hive minder, and then actually dies. First, none of the media outlets that covered this story except the New York Post mentioned that Dr. Flanagan received experimental Moderna mRNA shots in January and February. Okay, again, uh, two to four mass media is not giving you the whole story. However, the Post, like the other outlets, wrote that his cause of death is, quote, not clear, unquote. Second, the headlines are practically celebrating his death, perhaps in an attempt to deflect attention away from the Moderna shots, because maybe they don't, maybe they don't believe he actually died. <laughs> okay. From the obituary, the ginger of God. Well, that's it. I have completed my shift as the great American cliche. In the spirit of what turned out to be my last New Year's letter, my wild and crazy life has again taken a new unexpected turn with my shocking and unexpected yet fabulous exit. Yes, I have joined the likes of Princess Diana, John Belushi, and Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, in leaving while still at the top of my game as an iconic superhero who seemed almost too good to be true. I will admit that I originally got married for the husband jokes and had kids for the dad jokes. It did not disappoint, the jokes I mean. 
But Amy and the kids were pretty good too. So, guess what? He's an obituary. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. Be a resistor. Take care, everybody. Good night.